Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Kim Peek. I am a running triathlon and fitness coach who empowers women through movement, specifically as they train and prepare for an endurance race such as a 5K, half marathon, or triathlon. Thank you for joining me today. Now on with the show. Today I have Suzanne Proxa. She is a business strategist and coach specializing in client attraction, building an unstoppable mindset, and online marketing. Now I met Suzanne sometime over the winter, and I have to tell you, she is a brilliant and creative marketer who she also has chronic illness, and you would never No, because it seems like she is always going and going and going. It doesn't stop her. So today I wanted to talk with Suzanne and find out a little bit about how she keeps a positive mindset while having a chronic illness and big goals. So welcome to the show, Suzanne. Thank you, Kim. I am super excited to be here. And uh, it's so funny you say that because I get those comments all the time about, you know, people can't believe I have a chronic illness. They can't believe I have fibromyalgia and then, you know, asking how in the world I do it all. So it's kind of funny that you say that because I actually get that quite a bit. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't know. You seem super active online and I know you have a great business going on. And I mean, you wouldn't know, you seem like you're, you seem like you're everywhere all the time and you're all the videos I've watched, you're always so upbeat and positive. So I am excited to find out some of your secrets today so that maybe some other people who also share some of these illnesses and issues with just getting their energy up can figure out how to be more productive. So why don't we start why don't we start off with just telling us a little bit about your background and what type of chronic, what has, how has chronic illness influenced or affected your life? Okay, well, what a topic to start with. <laughs> I know, jump um, right in. Yeah, so a lot of people don't realize that I started as a health coach back in 2015, and I essentially went into that because uh, I tell people, you know, I, I, cured my fibromyalgia about 90% with diet and exercise and just changing what I was doing in my life and really um, taking that that accountability for my illness because I just didn't, you know, didn't want to be sick anymore. Um, I really, it's, it's interesting you talk about all my energy and everything because I was the complete opposite. I had no energy. I was asleep, no kidding, by like 6.30, 7 o'clock at night when I got home from work every day. On uh, my weekends, I had no energy to do anything. So it was really quite a difference between then and now. And so that is actually how I ended up in health coaching to start. But it, it became very evident that business coaching is really what I should have uh, gone into. My, I know you've probably heard this story before, but I coached with Melissa Farr, I, quite the blessing. And when I was on the phone with her one day, she said, why don't you just do the business coaching? That's, that's your thing. And being the stubborn part Irish girl that I am, uh, I didn't listen and I kept going with the health coaching. And then after a while, the light bulb went on and I was like, okay, 
this really is what I was supposed to be doing. And which is funny that I didn't figure it out because I used to sell things when I was a kid. I mean, I even, now this is actually one story I haven't told. I even raised mice when I was a kid to make money. No, I didn't realize where they were going at the time, but uh, I thought they were going to be pets. But I mean, even from the time of being a little kid, I was really young and I would make things. And um, I also had a really successful business on Etsy for 10 years uh, called Bliss Candles. I'm sure there's remnants of it everywhere on the internet because I was super successful. And so it should have been a no brainer you know, but it, sometimes you just have to be hit in the head with things. So, um, and you know, as far as my journey with chronic illness, I was about 40 years old ish. Um, this is going to shock some people because they usually guess me in my thirties. Right. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, you don't even look that old. (laughs) Let's just say it's been seven years. So, um, yeah. So, when I was 40, I was a mess. And I, you know, I talked a little bit about this. I was just exhausted and everything. Well, then I also started getting really bad um, chest pains and things like that. There were worries that there were things wrong um, with my heart. I had head to toe pain. Uh, when I was a health coach, I used to talk about this all the time that um, how I got into exercise was in, was doing walking around my neighborhood. And, uh, that's why I always say you have, you know, you can start anywhere and I would be in extreme pain, just stepping up onto the curbs in the neighborhood. So it was, it was that bad. And, you know, I knew pretty early on what I was dealing with. I figured it out. Uh, but of course anybody and my, my people with chronic illness will totally relate to this. Anybody who's been down this road, especially if it's fibromyalgia, you know it takes them about three years to poke, prod, scan, stab you, and all of the things before they figure out what's wrong with you. Um, And then after that, of course, everything is fibromyalgia because they just can't figure it out. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I had the brain fog, which I still actually, I think this is important for people to realize as I talk today. Um, that I had the brain fog. I do still have it on occasion. Uh, I still have the fatigue on occasion. And of course, this stuff never happens at convenient times. Raise your hand if you hear me <laughs> to the people right. that deal with this. Um, and, you know, just the, there's the depression and, and anxiety that typically goes with these illnesses. You know, that is, those are some of the symptoms that go with um, fibromyalgia. So, These are definitely things that I've dealt with that I still deal with, Um, but with, you know, significant lifestyle change and everything, you actually see the person uh, before you that you do today. So that is amazing. Yeah. I know so many people who struggle and struggle with fibromyalgia and not that you don't struggle, but you, you seem to have a really, some really great understanding of how to manage it for you so that you can get a lot done and be really productive still. Yeah, I do. And you know, I, I don't, I don't say that I'm a health coach anymore, but I, you know, if I had somebody come to me who has fibromyalgia, I would absolutely take them on because I did a ton of research. I'm talking piles and piles of books. I'm talking a ton of research online. Uh, I actually know what all of our vitamin deficiencies are. Um, 
Another huge thing is that, uh, you know, we tend to be short on protease, which is an enzyme that digests protein. Well, if you know anything about what protein does, you know what a big problem that is. And that would explain a lot of the symptoms of fibromyalgia. Interesting. Yeah. So people don't know, you know, I, <laughs> I tell you, I'm like a walking, walking book myself when it comes to fibromyalgia. And so I have to suspect that if if there are all these little nuances, little things with fibromyalgia that they are, they are probably out there as well for, for lupus and other chronic illnesses as well, um, that if you just dive deep enough, you will find them. Uh, deficiencies, you know, thyroid issues can be related to all of these different chronic illnesses, hormone imbalances. I mean, there's just so many things. I mean, I still geek out over this stuff, obviously, uh, because you can make an amazing difference if if you get all of that under control and start tweaking these little things. It's crazy. So, so tell us a little bit about just like what kinds of struggles and difficulties do people run into when they have a chronic illness and they're trying to achieve big things? How does it affect your daily life? Uh, so I'll start with the big, the big ones. Um, mindset is huge. You know, our mindset really takes a hit. Uh, you know, I talked about everything that we go through and, you know, we've heard so much about from the doctors, especially what we can't do. We're always hearing about what you can't do, what you can't do, what you can't do. And, and certainly we feel that day on a lot of days. And I mean, I reflect back on when I was 40 years old and I really couldn't do much. Um, and so that really, that really hits you in the mindset. You know, we feel distraught. We don't feel good. And then we start to really exhibit a lot of self-defeating behavior, you know, just like you do in other areas of life. I'm also a geek when it comes to um, psychology. And, you know, when, when things aren't going well, when things start going down the toilet, I mean, I'm sure that just about everybody who's listening can relate to you just start sinking deeper and deeper and deeper. and we start to kind of settle into that. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about this too when it comes to money mindset, and I won't talk about it a ton, but even with money mindset, you know, if you, if you grow up being broke, living paycheck to paycheck, you get used to it. And then you start doing these little things. It's, it's incredibly intriguing. You start to do these little things that actually contribute to what you're used to, so it just continues. So it's really the same kind of thing um, where, you know, that can really hit us in the, the mindset. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it applies in so many ways. So if you get that, that self-awareness, you can, you know, start to dig yourself out of that. But that self-awareness has got to be there. And then um, also <laughs> comparisonitis, I think that a lot of people have heard of this, but just in case they haven't, it's, you know, it's like where you're comparing yourself to everybody else, you know, online, it's incredibly easy to do if you're trying to run a business mm -hmm. because there's all these people out there. One of my trigger words is hustle. <laughs> that is a trigger word for me. There's a lot of people out there who talk about the hustle and the grind and how, you know, you've got to work 24 seven to be successful. And, um, you know, we keep hearing these messages and let's face it, you have a chronic illness. Uh, either you really can't because you're so tired or you try it and you get so tired that you can't do it anymore. You make yourself really sick. Right. That's and I don't, 
I know that you're also a fan of this person, but Gary Vee is one of the probably most famous people who talks about the hustle and the grind. And I love what Gary Vee is all about. I love, love, love his message, but I absolutely disagree with that you have to go hard all the time because rest is so important, especially if you are somebody who has had a chronic illness or some other kind of something in your life that requires rest. There's more, I, th- I just think there's more than one way to get to that goal. I, I gr- agree a hundred percent. I love him. He is one of my favorites and without his kick in the pants, <laughs> some days <laughs> I probably wouldn't be as successful as I am. Right. But, uh, he does. He triggers me every single time he brings up that hustle. It's like, come on now. It's, that's not, it, it doesn't have to be that way. And I actually feel like no matter who you are, um, whether you're, whether you have chronic illness or not, I really think you can run a business in four hours a day or less. I mean, even a lot less, a successful one. So I don't think all that is necessary. Well, I think a lot of, um, if you're working more than four hours, a lot of what you're doing is just busy work anyway, or you're, Uh. Your brain is so fried anyway that you would be more efficient if you took time off and came back to it instead of trying to cram in more than that four hours. I agree with you on that one too. Yeah. Time spent on Canva. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Time spent on Canva. Yeah. I mean, in in, in the day of VAs, um, some people don't know what that is. That's virtual assistants. Um, They're like an online administrative assistant or secretary that can take a lot of tasks for you. Uh, There's really no reason to work yourself to sickness. There really isn't. There are some, so many VAs out there that you can certainly find a good one. Uh, I know I actually just uh, signed yet another one on today. So I'm super excited. Good for Um, you. Yeah. So there's a tip for you guys. I have two people working for me right now and it's, it makes a big difference. So, um, oh, and then, so the, uh, we, back to the difficulties too. Yeah. So this is going to, there's going to be, you know, a little, little tough love here, but, um, I'm really going to get bold and talk about the self-care piece. Cause we're, we're kind of talking about it too, uh, already, you know, it's, it's really not uncommon. Like I mentioned for those of us that have chronic illness, to have been through the complete ringer. You know, I talked about being poked, prodded. I mean, seriously, how many IVs can one person have? Um, we've seen, <laughs> we've seen more needles and drugs than, uh, than drug addicts, I swear. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got the doctors that don't treat the root cause. So, you know, unless we do the work, we continue to struggle. And I just, every day I see women, just incredibly talented women, um, you know, that aren't taking care of themselves or, you know, they've given up and, you know, it just leads to worsening the illness and more fatigue, more frustration. And, um, you know, my, my mom always used to talk about the hamster falling off the wheel, but I mean, really the hamster just keeps falling off the wheel, you know, can't run fast enough, can't get on it. So yeah, those are definitely the top three things that I see as difficulties with people that I work with, with myself. I've been through all of it. So, well, and I think you touched on this a little bit too, but I also see people who, because they're in pain or because they're so tired or 
whatever, um, I guess it maybe goes along with the mindset a little bit, but they become so isolated because you don't feel enough to well enough to go out. You can't meet up with friends and you keep turning down those invitations and you turn it down again the next week. And then pretty soon you're kind of like, Oh, where do all my friends go? So I see that as also being another big problem is if you aren't taking care of yourself well enough or planning your time well enough that you can still connect with other people. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. And you know, I really just want to reiterate, you know, I know this is repeat, but you are in charge. You know, this is really one of the big messages that I want people to leave with is that you are in charge. The really cool thing about this is, and and obviously chronic illness isn't cool, but mm-hmm. you know, the, if there is one cool thing about it, it is that more than likely you can have some kind of an impact on it, a positive impact just by changing up some things, whether it be your mindset or your your diet or exercise or your entire routine. I mean, I completely changed everything. So, you know, there's possibility there. And sometimes in life there isn't, but I think this is one area where there's some possibility for people for the majority. Well, you know, I was just, even today I went and swam on, I go swim with a group of people on Saturday mornings and we, you know, we're all kind of getting to that age where things are just <laughs> yeah. falling apart And so every week, somebody has a different story about, oh, they took me off this medicine. They added this medicine. Oh, my, this or that is aching. And we were just talking about that today, too, just about, you know, all the the different things that pop up and how you don't always, not every doctor is educated in basically, I guess, getting to the root cause to figure out how to treat you. So true. So I would love to hear some of the solutions that you have found. What, how did you begin to turn things around for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So really quick before I dive into that, I do funny just because, Hey, we're doing a podcast and funny story, right? That's right. I love funny stories. Well, maybe it's not funny, but I, I laugh at it cause that's all I can do. But my rheumatologist, I mean, this is the kind of stuff we go through. He actually asked me what I'm doing so he could tell other patients. Nice. I don't take any medications for fibromyalgia. That's great. No, strictly, strictly supplements. That's all I need. So yeah. Very interesting. And then, um, yeah, the, also there's the funny story about the gastro doc that didn't know anything about enzymes. I'm like, oh my goodness, dude, really? Really? <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. Yeah. So yeah, that does happen. So <laughs> what you're talking about is a hundred percent right on. Yeah. So yeah. So how do we get past all of this stuff and keep our mindset in check so we can succeed? Um, And really, the bottom line is feeling as good as we can. And and if you're in business, putting systems in place, um, you know, that's really going to help that that mindset and just help you get through the times when, quite frankly, you just can't do all the things. Mm -hmm. So number one for me, well, actually, there's kind of a list of things that go beneath this, but 
we have to embrace, you know, whether it's business or crazy family life or whatever, you know, we have to embrace scheduling and even bigger, give ourselves grace. When that schedule needs to change, I hear this so much. Um, you know, people online will make these schedules, you know, Monday, I'm not working on this Tuesday, I'm working on this Wednesday, I'm doing this. And then they get sick, they get tired, they get brain fog, and they feel completely derailed. And you can, they're just completely defeated. And so we need to do what I, you know, what I call creating buffers around that schedule to make sure that we can keep running our businesses or our lives or doing what we need to do if that goes downhill. And I'm a pro at this. Um, So I'm going to talk about, you know, some of the things that I do because I know that my health could tank at any time. And the interesting story uh, that you may not know is that I actually, um, prior to this last week, for three weeks straight, I was incredibly sick. Oh, no. And yeah, and I don't think anybody knew that because I have all these systems in place, um, but I'm, I mean, really sick um, to the point where nobody could figure out what in the world was going on. And I don't think we really ever did, but of course, you know, they like to throw everything under the fibromyalgia bus. So, uh, but the good news is the last week I've felt really well back to normal and today I'm fabulous. So awesome. Yeah. But so I know the point of that story is I know my health could tank at any time. And what I'm telling you is, is even, you know, with the systems I have in place, I was able to go three weeks without people even noticing. Mm-hmm. So um, the number one thing that I encourage people to do, okay. And this is for, for business people. Uh, a lot of these number one, have a bank of content available. (laughs) So I have a Word document where I have all of my my value posts or, you know, that particular, I have a ton of content, but that particular type of content, I've got like 90 some value posts that I have created over time. That could carry me a very long time. Uh Uh-huh. So... On the days when your brain is clicking and you're feeling amazing, create content. This is one of those times where if you really like to have that schedule and you like to try to say, well, I do this on Monday and I do this on Tuesday. This is one of those times to give yourself some grace. And if it's Monday and your brain's clicking, <laughs> whatever you got scheduled for Monday, see if you can shift it to Tuesday, Wednesday and use mm-hmm. Monday to just create. Yeah, Um, yeah, so valuable. I don't care if it's your value posts, if it's blogs, if it's podcasts, whatever your thing is that you create. If if your mind is working great, do it and and keep it. You don't have to post it right away, but just have it in that arsenal of things that you can uh, tap into. Uh, Best thing I ever did. Um, and then also use, I use schedulers everywhere I possibly can. Uh, now there's pluses and minuses. So when I say schedule, I mean things that post to social media for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I only recommend, uh, for like posting to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. Sys, uh, programs where you put something in once And it repeats for you. It's smart enough to repeat for you. So the ones that do that um, the best are Meet Edgar and Recur Post. Now, I will will tell you, I fell out of love with Meet Edgar 
and switched to recur post because meet Edgar. I don't know what their deal is, but they really struggle. Every time Facebook does something with groups, they really struggle. Uh, I don't know if their relationship with Facebook is not good or what, but they really struggle getting that back on track. And I just can't have that because my group is one of the very most important places for me online. Right. So I switched to recur post, which is half the cost and also post to Google plus. And, um, it, does it work as beautifully? No, but about 90%. So it's pretty good. Uh, so I would definitely recommend that to others. And actually a couple of my clients are using it and I seriously like, I, they love it. So definitely something to look at. Uh, I recently discovered Tailwind for Pinterest. Yes. I, so much about that one. Oh my goodness. Well, guess what? It also does Instagram. And it's interesting because I have recently over the last few months, and I know you know this, but for Instagram, I've tried Planoly later and I have a lifetime subscription to Grum. I do still love Grum, but uh, it's an, another one of those one-time deals and, and you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what I didn't like about Planoly, but there were issues and it was the same issues with later. But Tailwind, um, their Instagram format, oh my goodness, it's just like their Pinterest side. So after you've posted something on Instagram, if you want to go back a week later and repost it, you can actually go back to like the previously posted things and tell it to schedule it again. Oh, that's nice. You don't have to type all that stuff over again and type in it. I don't know about you, but typing in hashtags makes me <laughs> makes me crazy. So I use schedulers wherever I can. Um, and then also I make sure now, listen, I will out myself. I don't do this all the time, but as much as possible, I create things well ahead of when I need them. Mm -hmm. And I learned that the hard way during a launch that I Mm -hmm. take full responsibility for flapping because I got sick right toward the end of it, and I could not do my live videos. I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. I mean, I. You want to talk about a complete brain shutdown? Holy. Mm-hmm. So I learned that the hard way. So I definitely, you know, ninety percent of the time, I create things well ahead of when I need them. So, um, if you're somebody who does have one of the chronic illnesses that involves brain fog. It's definitely one to consider. This episode is sponsored by my coaching company, Power of Run. If this is the year you want to run your first or fastest half marathon, walk or run a 5K, or jump into the world of triathlon, check out my online coaching programs at www.crushingmygoals.com forward slash store. You deserve a coach. And no matter what level you are at, You can benefit by somebody who's in your corner, who's cheering for you and helping you get past those little things that trip us up and keep us from crushing our goals. That's good. One thing that I have had the hardest time learning is I love to create content and then the minute I create it, I want to get it out there so everybody can see it. And it's so hard for me. Like with this podcast, I mean, I have podcasts recorded way far out now, and it's been so hard for me to sit on them 
I'd be like, no, they only come out every Tuesday. But that's so valuable in a situation like this because mm-hmm. that way if craziness happens in my life, like this floor remodel that we're doing that has me bouncing all over, I don't have to stress about, oh, am I going to get my content done this week? Because it's already done. Yeah. I'm totally guilty. I did what you talked about. I did. I had all these podcast episodes for my Triumph and Tears podcast, and I released them like all early because I couldn't wait. Well, and I know some people do that, but I'm like, I'm kind of that way with all my content. I make something and I'm like, okay, we got to get out right now. Well, sometimes it's so good. I know. Sometimes you're just too excited. Truth. True story. You know, it's the struggle is real. But yep. yeah, that's the other thing. You got to try to control yourself and make yourself hold back when you do it. Yep. Um, hey, we're being honest here. Sometimes it's hard to do. <laughs> Um, you know, the other thing too that I have is I have, you know, just like the word document I talked about, I also have presentations and such that I can grab from if I really want to. So, you know, when I am in that creation mode, I, I create other things too. So I have things ready. Um, and you know, one tip I gave in a podcast I recently did myself was, you know, if, if you struggle with live video, you know, due to this was because due to lack of time or not being able to be on when people are on. Oh yeah. You can always try alternate strategies. Here's the thing I hate and online business, business coaches are always like, this is the way you have to do it. It should be done this way. It won't work any other way. And I call, uh, I don't know. Can I swear on the show? <laughs> Go for it. I, I call bullshit because it's, it's not true. You know, creativity is the spice of life. And seriously, like I am now recording some things ahead of time and putting them out there because I want them out there. And I know I'm not able to be on at two o'clock in the afternoon when people are out there. I, I just can't. So, you know, if you can record some things ahead of time and you can try posting it and see how that works for you. Great. And that is one of the things I love about you is that you are a rule breaker. I am. I'm a naughty one. <laughs> well, no, I just, because I think there's like certain formats. Uh, we've talked about this before, but certain formats of landing pages and the way people set up their Instagram stories. And to me, I see those and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to scroll, scroll, scroll. I want to get to the main point. What is it you're trying to tell me? Yeah. And anyway, so I love that you're always mixing it up and that you're putting your own spin on the creativity and teaching people how to be successful on their own terms instead of following the formula that has been taught for 50 years. Yes. Thank you. Because I, I went to somebody's sales page the other day and I'm like, oh my goodness, where's the bottom? Like, where's the bottom of this thing? But anyway, I digress. Um, And so the other thing too is, you know, give yourself grace, you know, when you're, when your brain literally won't work. I mean, that's what I do for myself. I give myself grace. It has been a long road, um, but I've certainly gotten there to the point where it's like, okay, you know what? I just need rest today. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. Sometimes you have to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, you know, that's now that we've talked about like the scheduling and giving grace, um, you also need to really allow yourself the time that you need to stay healthy and heal. 
So I have so much information here, you guys. I hope that's okay. Yeah, um, okay, cool. So allow yourself the time that you, you know, that you need because if people, now I have a really hard stance on this. Okay. I, I dig my feet in on this one. If, if people online or in real life judge you because you need a day off due to your chronic illness, or even if you're just plain tired, you know, they, they need to go or at least be ignored. I mean, you can only do so much, you know, the hustlers are typically healthy and they can get by on zero sleep and caffeine. We're not supposed to touch caffeine and we are supposed to get our sleep. We need our sleep more than anybody on the planet. And and, and let's face it. Any woman that is over, let's say 40, 45, well, everybody needs their sleep. But when you hit 40, you start having sleep issues and everybody needs their sleep. Yes. But anyway, I'm sorry. You were on a roll and I jumped in. That's okay. That's okay. No, I mean, seriously, we cannot do that whole thing if we want to be upright the next day. Yeah. It is is what it is. You know, the sooner that's engraved in your beautiful brain, the better. Uh, It's just something that we really have to accept. And so if if you write no other notes than this when you're listening, write this down. I'm going to repeat. You can only do what you can do. And if you need to write that on a sticky note and put it all over the house to help get this, you know, to help get it embedded in your brain and help you feel better about, you know, saying no and and not dealing with, because I used to have, I got rid of all these people. I used to have people who would give me crap all the time because, you know, maybe I couldn't go out all the time or I couldn't do this or I couldn't do that because I was seriously just couldn't, just couldn't do it, couldn't move. Um, So sometimes you need that little reminder. Uh, to get past that. The other thing is, you know, keep your eye on the prize. Having a solid why is critical, whether it's your business, your life, whatever. Everybody has something they aspire for, I think. And, you know, typically for those of us with chronic illnesses, based on what I see, is it's typically to get out of our nine to fives or some shitty situation so that we can actually take care of ourselves and have a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, see it, I mean, it's not very often that I see anything, any reason other than that. And so that is, you know, that requires really some daily mindset work and reminders that there's an end in sight to the harder part, but it's, it's going to be worth it. So keeping that eye on the prize is really important. And then, um, number four, here we go with the tough love again. Uh, <laughs> you got to take care of yourself. And I know we mentioned this a couple of times, but I just cannot express this links to your mindset. I cannot express enough how much feeling better improves your mindset. Um, you know, once you start feeling better and you have a little more control over your health, your mindset improves tenfold. At least I used to be the worst pessimist, cranky, pessimist, never smiling. Really? For real. I can't even imagine you that way. You seem like you're the life of the party. I am, (laughs) but I was (laughs) But you didn't used to be. Got it. I did not. No. And I mean, seriously, I'm just going to say this. You know, if, if you're somebody who's supposed to stay away from gluten, stay away from it. It does terrible things to those of us with chronic illness and often just 
you know, other people as well, because it does all these terrible things to the body. You know, if, if dairy puts you over the edge, step away from the ice cream, if you really want that success. And I will tell you, you know, I speak this tough love from experience. Uh, you know, food allergies, I'm allergic to pr- practically everything I've come across. How I, how I nourish myself, I have no idea. But food allergies, this is not necessarily a well-known fact because doctors and people are so busy talking about how food allergies are a gut thing and they're inflammation and hives. Again, gut, inflammation, hives, gut, inflammation, hives. Well, it's bullshit. If you, there is a list out there of the best allergist ever. There's actually a book on this and it's got this list and it talks about all the different things that food allergies can cause or contribute to, and guess what some of those things are? Depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Talk about a direct link to your mindset. Right. So if these are things that are bothering you, um, that you're allergic to, or if you have depression and anxiety, I would encourage you to try to, you know, wipe them out for a little bit and see what happens. Um I will tell you, I recently put the hammer down on myself. Uh, I was gluten-free for, well, let's see. I discovered when I was 40, I was a gluten-free for six years, maybe. And this last year for me, to be completely honest, it's just been full of a lot of loss and and not the greatest things in the world. It's probably been one of the most difficult years of my life, Um, despite my wonderful business that I love, which is actually what has kept me swimming because I love it and the people I'm surrounded by so much. Um, But I started eating all of the bad stuff, a lot of dairy. Uh, It is no secret that ice cream is my bestie. Uh, (laughs) And I love bread. I'm like, just like Oprah, I love bread and I love all things made from wheat. Um, I could live on pizza, but I, I really can't do that because I've found out now my mozzarella allergy is through the roof too. So I'm, I've got a double whammy. But um, I recently, two weeks ago, had to say, remember I said I was really sick. I'm like, okay, I bet this is it. I bet this is where this is coming from. And like I said, now I'm feeling a lot better. So I would encourage people, you know, sometimes you just have to put the hammer down on yourself and give a little tough love to yourself and and see if that's, you know, contributing to your chronic illness and your mindset issues or your depression or anxiety uh, to really try to get that under control so that you can get back on track with your business and maybe have more time where your brain is clicking and you do have the energy to get on live and and actually be excited about it and that kind of thing. So, you know, the, the reality is, is like, you know, daily exercise and stretching and strength training and stuff. It's usually a must do for a lot of us. Um, and so one of my clients, bless her heart, recently, uh, mentioned she was reading this five second rule. And I've, I said to her, I'm like, you know what? I've had that in my reading list forever and I haven't read it. Well, I listened to it the other day. And uh, if you guys need something to help you get off the high knee to start doing this stuff, read that book. And you both posted about it and I saw you both post it and I'm like, oh, I need to do that. And my life has been complete chaos for the last month. And so I need to make a note to myself to go check that one out too. Oh, you should. 
it's so simple. It's ridiculously simple. Yeah, it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, so I would say, you know, my my last nugget really is stop focusing on the cans and start focusing on the cans. I think that in life, unfortunately, we're brought up. At least I know I was and I see people around me who are so focused on what they can't do. And some of these are high achievers even. Mm-hmm. We're we're so conditioned to focus on what we can't do that we lose sight of the fact that we are in control of a lot. There's a lot we can do. And I think that you have to really get yourself into a completely different place and a completely different mindset to really start seeing that. Yeah, I think that's that's huge too. Um, so while you were talking about the nutrition story and the gluten, I have to throw this story in because this is where it really was super eye-opening to me. Ah. Probably about seven years ago, I had two very, very sick girls. I had a sixth grader and a ninth grader who both got sick at the exact same time. It presented different ways and they both missed about three months of school because they were so sick. Wow. And I had to quit my full-time job because I was taking people to and from doctors constantly trying to figure out what the heck was wrong with them. And my husband was, it was a time when my husband was traveling a lot. And anyway, one of them had back pain that was so extreme that it would cause her to throw up multiple times a day. And then the other one had this stomach pain that just caused her, like it was so bad that we went to one doctor and they're like, oh, it's an appendicitis. Let's take the appendix out. Let's go get you to a surgeon. And we get to the surgeon and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not an appendicitis. But she screamed like that for almost three months while we're searching and searching and searching. And so one day I took my daughter who has a back, who had the back problem to one of my chiropractor friends because somebody had told me, or the neurologist actually told me, take her to every kind of non-traditional medicine doctor you can think of and just see what sticks because we can't figure out what it is. So I take her to my chiropractor friend and he looks at her and goes, have you tried stopping? Do you drink milk? Do you eat dairy? Have you tried stopping dairy? No joke. One to two days later, her symptoms were completely gone. Uh. And so then for the other daughter, I basically did the same thing working with our children's hospital. And I suggested it, not them. I'm like, do you think we could do an elimination diet with her? Oh, well, that's really hard to do with kids this age. And I'm like, well, I think we should maybe try. And as far as we know, that's what made her problem go away too. You know, that's interesting because one of the issues that I was having when I was so sick was severe upper abdominal pain. Uh huh. And within about three days of cutting gluten out again, it started to go away. Wow. Yeah. So that's an interesting story. Of course, I got rid of gluten and dairy at the same time, but yeah. Yeah. So as you worked as a health coach, what kinds of things did you get, did you do to convince people that the nutrition piece could have such a big effect on 
the aches and pains that they have and the, the health, the, the focus problems that they have. Do you have any tips on getting people to actually give that a try? Well, it's really hard. It's really hard. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, I mean, certainly I had people like I did, um, my gluten-free boot camp was really successful when I did that. Um, but the problem is if, if people don't realize there's a lot of uh, documentaries and stuff on Netflix about this, but, um, the way that our food is made these days, it's, it's really made to be addictive on purpose, some of it. You know, especially the junk food, of course, which most people buy. It's what most people are eating these days, unfortunately. Right. Um, and it's it's made, I mean, it's made in a lab where they're trying to get the right blend of sugar and sweet sometimes to make you, you know, not be able to put it down. Um, that's really the kind of thing that's happening. And so it's hard to get people to stop. Plus, you know, gluten, uh, wheat turns to sugar. So, you know, that's contributing to all the sugar issues that we have in this world. So, yeah, so people are truly addicted. So, you know, bless their hearts, you know, they want to try, they want to do it. But then, I mean, the cravings are so bad that it is, it is hard. But when people did my gluten-free boot camp, for instance, though, they did start to see results. And so I think that's, you know, that's the key. If, if somebody can just realize what they're up against, I think that's a big part of it. The mindset, knowing that you are up against some, you know, foods and stuff that have been created to make you, you know, addicted to them and want more and want more and need more because of the way your body works. If you know that you're up against that, I don't know, for me, anytime I know what I'm up against, I am usually more successful. Yeah, that's that's, true. So that is what I used to try to get across to people. And then once you get past a certain point, it's really not hard anymore. Um, Now, for me personally, it it is the two-week mark. Like I've Mm got to make it. And I know that about myself. I have to get to the two-week mark. But again, knowledge is power. So I know that I have to get to the two-week mark and then I'm golden. And so I would always encourage people to get familiar with that as well. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah. You know, figure out where's your, where's your point where it's not going to be hard anymore because there will be a point where it's not hard anymore, especially going gluten-free these days is actually quite simple. And yes. we don't need all that bread. You don't even need it in the gluten-free form. You don't right. need all that bread. There's plenty of food that can be made. Even if you hate healthy food, there's plenty of food that can be made to taste good that you don't need all that. And then there's the other thing too is, you know, once people would realize they were going to lose weight too, then they were more on board. Right. You know, they're like getting on the scale. They're going, well, I'm losing weight. I'm like, yeah, because you're not eating all those carbs and then you don't have all that stuff turned into sugar in your body. So that right there should help improve your energy too. True story. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's tough because you've got physiological and psychological at the same time in that case. Right. Yeah. 
So is there anything else that you wanted to tell people that I forgot to ask about? Well, I don't think so. I think I talked for quite a long time. Hopefully they're still hanging in there. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I can't believe how long we just kept at it. Well, why don't you go ahead then and just tell people how to find you. And I hear that you also have something for the people. Yes. I do. So I am actually really easy to find, and I recently made it even easier. On all of social media, uh, if you just uh, look for Suzanne Proxa, so Instagram.com backslash Suzanne Proxa, um, Facebook.com backslash Suzanne Proxa, LinkedIn, I'm Suzanne Proxa, Twitter, I'm Suzanne Proxa. That's what I am everywhere. And that is also my website, SuzanneProxa.com. And if you mess up and put the S before the K, I bought that domain because that's awesome. It will redirect you to the right website. So, um, but yeah, I am going to put together a freebie for people to just kind of help you, um, you know, come up with some ideas to plan in case your, you know, chronic illness takes over. And so that you can start, you know, planning ahead and so you don't feel completely derailed because if nothing else, having that plan, it's, it's going to help you with that mindset mm-hmm. and help you keep moving forward and not feeling defeated. And so um, that is going to be called my chronically awesome planner. And you'll be able to get that at SuzanneProxa.com backslash P backslash awesome. Love it. Yeah. Great. So, and you'll, and whenever I do freebies too, you can go to the the route and go to um, freebies and courses and it'll be listed there as well. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today and telling us about your, your own experience with chronic illness and giving us those great tips to help people be more productive and live the lives that they want and hit their goals. Well, thank you. It was super fun. Obviously, I geeked out a little bit. I love it. That's great. (laughs) Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes And remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.